Welcome in, everybody. Welcome into season four of the Dynasty Underground. I'm your host, Derek Walmack. You can follow me on Twitter at Dino Underground. That's at D-Y-N-O Underground. And starting from now, it's no longer a solo effort. We've got my boy Scrub and my boy Steven South on the line to do this show with me. How's it going, guys? Good. Good. We are we are doing a our post NFL draft dynasty sells. I know people have got you know startups coming up, um, rookie drafts coming up, and we want to try to cash out on these players that we think have hit their peaks as soon as we can. So I think Scrub said he wanted to go first. So without further ado, Scrub, who is your we're going to do one quarterback, one running back, one wide receiver apiece. Scrub, who you got as your biggest quarterback dynasty sell? Cool. So my sell at quarterback is Justin Fields. So I feel like, you know, this last season, he really kind of stood out. Um, people are really high on him right now. I personally am not buying into the hype. I don't trust Chicago's offense, if I'm being honest. Um, the, I really feel like he hasn't really shown a whole lot of consistency throwing the ball. You know, I don't think he's thrown for more than 250 yards in any game last season. And I just don't, I don't know. I just don't see it, it working out. So he is my sell. I, I just think that he's a little too high right now than, than I am on him. All right. I tried to give you one of these whenever you, uh, when you said the name, but. Okay, there it is. Okay, got it, got we, it. we got it. We got it. We got it. Um, has some connections. Peter's a little hesitant on that. <laughs> yeah, dude. It. Well, I'm not an Maybe IT that's guy what it either. Is. So. Maybe it's the cell that that messed it up. So. <laughs> yeah. So so I'm kind of I'm kind of with you. I'm. I'm at a I'm at a bit of a crossroads with Justin Fields because you know I've I've said on this podcast for a few years now that, I think I think weapons can really make a quarterback but then also I've you know whenever we see a quarterback like this take a uh, take a big leap I'm always really hesitant to just buy in and you know with Justin Fields with an ADP right now of quarterback six I mean Justin Fields is going ahead of Lamar Jackson Trevor Lawrence Deshaun Watson yeah you know, I, mean, I think it's just a little too high. And I'm not saying that he's not going to be a good quarterback and, and you know, and be a good fantasy quarterback. I just feel like he's he's a little too high for me. You know, I just don't see I don't see it there. Yeah, quarterback six is pretty steep, dude. I mean, yeah. Steve, Steve, who would you rather have? Lawrence or Fields or Watson or Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott? You know, where where's the line go for you? I think. Dynasty wise, I mean, I definitely think T Law just because he's the prototypical franchise. He's going to be the starter for the next however many years, you know. Um, yeah. When you get a guy that's rushing like that, I mean, I know you don't play, but for injury, but it, it there's no question that he's more liable to get injured. Injured, but the 
other thing is, is like, if the offense isn't good, he's going to get blamed pretty quick. So, I mean, that being said, they have put weapons around him. So, like I said, I think this year is the year that we're going to see what he's all about. It, it, is his arm good enough to stay? Because we know his feet's good enough. But is yeah, his arm I think good enough to create just... longevity? I think people are just kind of expecting him to kind of take that that Jalen Hurts style, you know, like next step. And I think that he'll be okay, but I just I just don't see it, him being that that great. Yeah, yeah, it, it, dude, it's it's wild to me that he's going one pick ahead of Lamar Jackson. To me, it's no question. I'd rather have Lamar Jackson. Well, I think Lamar's. Like, I don't even think it's a question that Lamar's more dynamic runner than Justin Fields. And like, am I off base yeah. for that? No, I mean, it's like, this is the ADP right now. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Hurts, Herbert, Justin Fields. Like, to me, that feels like a massive tear break. And I'm not even, yeah. like, I think if I had Fields, I mean, I would probably be trying to, I think my move would be trading down maybe to see if I can get Watson and maybe a pick or something. But well, it, Like you said, if you can package him with another small player and get T-Law, or even a guy well, like he, Dak. Who would yeah. you rather have, Dak or Fields? Yeah, well, I mean... I think that's where it's kind of close, honestly. Yeah, I think well... Dak's, and Fields that's is a lot closer, and I feel like Fields is a lot higher than Dak. Yeah, Fields, so. yeah Field, Fields is going ahead of Lawrence, and, I mean, he's going two picks ahead of Trevor Lawrence and 13 picks ahead of Dak Prescott. I just so, yeah. Dak, I mean, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I would much rather if you could trade – if I had Justin Fields and the Dak Prescott owner offered me, like, like would you rather have maybe Prescott in a second or Fields in a third? You know, I would I would take that swap and then move up from the third to the second. Yeah. You know, something like that. That would be a move that I would try to make if I had Justin Fields. Yeah. I think even uh, with, you know, like the weapons, you know, like him bringing in DJ Moore, you know, I I still think, you know, offensive line, they got to be able to protect him. They got to be able to, you know, do some stuff there. I, I mean, I think this right is the year. We will find out yeah. what he's all about. I mean, I he's got plenty of weapons around him now. So, I mean. No excuses. Yeah, for sure. And, man, QB6 is pretty steep for me. All right, Steve. Who you got as your dynasty quarterback sell? I think I am going with Tua. Um, We're up and running with the sound. I kind of like that. There was no hesitation on that. We're Um, making money, dude. We're selling. We're making money. Baseline injuries. I mean, throwing up on the field, laying on his back. That was a bad look. Um, (laughs) I... I don't know if he's one hit away, but that makes me nervous. Um, another thing is, is like he plays in a tough division, man. And last year he missed both Jets games. He put up, I think he put up over twenty points three times, four times. So it's like, and he's beaten up on just bad teams. So it's like, I understand the weapons that he has, but. When you play in that division, there's six games guaranteed that you're probably getting held under 15 points, something like that. Last year, I have it right here, he was held under 17 points against division rivals without playing the decks twice with Sauce and Quentin Williams. So it's like, 
And then this year, I have it too. His away games equals Chiefs-Washington. So it's like, those are three good defenses right there on the road. That's automatically nine games that he could be under 15 points. So it's just something that I don't know that he's ever going to get more value than what he has right now. Yeah, I'm with you. And so here's I'm, I'm glad you said to it because I'm in a little bit of a conundrum. Maybe we can maybe we can help me win another championship next year is I have Tua on a roster that I won last year and my team looks pretty good, looks pretty stout for this year. Tua is my quarterback too. I mean, if you're – see, my, my thinking originally was, yeah, one more hit could take him out, but if he stays healthy, he could help me win a championship. But, yeah, those, those are those – are, Another uh, thing is at Alabama, he was a, quite a bit – of a rusher that rushing ability has been eliminated now with the injuries they're not going to send him out there there's no way and they didn't send him out there last year so it's like yeah he's got to be good with his arm and a lot of that last year is throw the ball to Tyreek because he's faster and he can go get it I just don't know if that's something to bank a quarterback on you know what I'm saying yeah yeah for sure I actually traded for I actually traded for Tua in the offseason and I know that it's a risk, but my thinking is just whenever he was on the field last year, um, he was great. I mean, and and, and I know it's like I said, it's was he though? Risk on it, but yeah, I felt like he played really well. I mean, am I wrong? I feel like the, I felt okay, like he played football really wise, well. I think the team played well, but fantasy wise, he's got a forty point, a twenty nine point, a twenty three point, a twenty three point. These are the last, let's see, five games of the season he missed the last two games 15 14 12 17 11 so it's like if you're gonna live with that you're gonna live with what's Derek Carr has been the last what six or seven years it's like you're living with a QB 15 on your team yeah that's and that's exactly where he's being drafted in startups is QB 15 so let, let me ask you this even if you were me like and I'm I'm in a win now mode in this league. Do you I mean would you ride with Tua or would you maybe try to package if something? You're a, if you're in a win now mode, I would you know who I would trade for? I'd trade for Kyler. Kyler Murray. So even uh, if I had to give him a small piece. Yeah, so Kyler Murray's being drafted twentieth overall. Tua's thirty five, so about around at a round difference. That might be another situation where maybe I throw Tua in a second for a Kyler in a third. You think that gets it done? I I, I don't know. Close. Yeah, I think it'd be dang close. I just think if you're in win now, I mean, we don't know what's, what's going to go on with Kyler, but I think next year, uh, I, don't, I don't see him. I feel like I, I just don't know that you're ever going to get more out of what Tua is right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. Let's see some quarterbacks. Who would you rather have going into this year for Dynasty, just in general? Tua or Trey Lance? Mm. Tua for me. I'd rather have Trey Lance. Yeah. Tua's going about a full round ahead of Trey Lance. Tua or Daniel Jones? Tua. Mm, I'll take I'll take Tua just because the weapons. Yeah, I'll take I'd take two in that one, and then it it drops off to I mean, 
just I'm going to rattle off a couple more names. Y'all tell me if you'd rather have any of these guys over to uh, Kirk Cousins, Kenny Pickett, Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, Derek Carr, any of those guys over to uh, No, uh, but what if you could trade? Yeah. What I if mean, you could trade Tua for one of the rookies? Yeah, so Stroud's actually going 10 picks ahead of Tua. Bryce Young is going 14 picks ahead of Tua. And Anthony Richardson's going 15 picks ahead of Tua. Hmm. So you definitely, you would definitely have to, and that was kind of where I was thinking is, you know, I'm in this win now mode. And I, I do like the idea of getting out of Tua just, just for fear of him getting slammed, you know, into the ground again and maybe having to retire from football. So I was thinking about maybe trying to trade up into the first round of this league and taking CJ Stroud. But man, it was hard for me. If I'm trying to repeat, it's hard for me to pass up on Tua with Waddle and Tyreek for Stroud with with Mingo, and that's about it. Yeah, I just think I personally think it might be worth the risk to try to hit on a young guy rather than setting with a guy that's gonna be QB fifteen on your team for the next three years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't I don't hate it at all. And two two actually crossed my mind for the sell list, but I just uh I don't know. He's he he's a uh yeah, I think you'd have to find a brave trade partner that's not worried about the injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's yep, he's he's an interesting guy for sure. Well, we got anything else to add or is it time? Time, time for you, for, big dog. Time for me. Well, I got to go with a player who's finished as QB9 last year. I mean, it was an impressive season for sure, but I got to go with the man from New York, old Danny Dimes. There we go. Making profits here. Mm-hmm. Like it. So he's quarterback 17. So one quarterback after Trey Lance, which is one quarterback after Tua. And for me, I mean, Daniel Jones is going in the same range as Cousins, Pickett, Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, Derek Carr. And, I mean, I realize Daniel Jones, he, he's got some rushing ability. He quarterback nine last year. I mean, he, he, was, he was great for fantasy last year. He was just fine. But I just – they did very little to help him out in the draft. I mean, who, who, who was their guy? They drafted Jalen Hyatt, right? After Jalen Hyatt, I think they let that Hodgins kid walk. Could be wrong. Yeah, so I don't know. I just Shepard be um, back. Um, I don't know, but that's kind of my whole thing. Is I mean, I would almost rather have Russell Wilson straight up over Daniel Jones. I think this year, and you can get like you would you would you would be able to trade down for Russell Wilson. Same same with Jared Goff. Same with Derek Carr. You know, Carr going into. New Orleans with Michael Thomas and Chris Olave. Here, here's an interesting one. Who would y'all rather have in a dynasty league right now, Daniel Jones or Jordan Love? Mm. Jordan, Love. I think it's kind of close. I, I, dude, I'm not sold on Jordan Love yet. I just, and and not not just him as a quarterback, but just, I don't know. I don't know if they're if they're gonna give him the 
stuff I'm that he needs. I'm going baseline what I know Daniel Jones is and what I the interest of what I don't know Jordan Love is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, like if I had Daniel Jones and I had Daniel Jones on a few teams uh, going into last year, Daniel Jones was actually one of my buys last year. But Daniel Jones with an ADP in the fifth round at 61 overall. Jordan Love's ADP is 105 overall. So you could probably trade trade Daniel Jones for Jordan Love plus a pretty pretty valuable piece. So I mean, which one which one would y'all rather? Let's say you're trying to win now. Would you rather roll in with Daniel Jones or Jordan Love plus a draft pick, maybe? Probably Jordan Love plus a pick. Uh, if I was uh, winning I, now, I think it's close. I think I'd probably go Danny Dimes. I, I just I mean, think they franchise Saquon and then he's going to walk. So, I mean, that's a huge player. They signed Darren Waller, too. Let's not forget that. Oh, I did forget oh, that's that, actually. True. That's I true. forgot all about that. That's I already said. And they got that uh, Wondell Robinson that they took, I think it was in the second round last year. I said they didn't do anything to help him out. I forgot they traded for one of the best tight ends in the league. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I mean, it's definitely interesting. My my thinking on it is I I said he was quarterback nine last year. I don't think he's actually that good. I mean, a lot of people were picking up to Rod Taylor last year because they thought Daniel Jones was just gonna get benched. And it's kind of like the Justin Fields thing with Scrub. I, I don't want to. I don't. I'm not. I will never see a season like that and just think that oh, this is the new normal. Like for me, we see this stuff all the time, and that's a perfect guy for me to just kind of cash out on. Yeah. Um, I, I don't see it getting any more valuable than what it is right now. I mean, I feel like he played way above his uh, his threshold last year. So I mean, might as well cash in on it especially if you're win now maybe not but if you're middle of the road you're i mean this is a sell show if you're middle of the road that's when you're looking to sell so it's like i think now is the time probably i don't know who you would get yeah i mean for me like if i still had so what one of the trades i actually did sell daniel jones in the middle of the year last year uh for Jimmy Garoppolo. I sold Daniel Jones for Jimmy Garoppolo in a second. And I think in a league we're in together, I sold Daniel Jones and Deontay Foreman for Tua in a second. Yeah. And, you know, I think I think that's still some kind of moves. Like, who, who would you rather have? Would you rather have, you're trying to win this year, would you rather have Daniel Jones or Jimmy G and a second round pick? Close for me. What about you, Scott? I say, Dan- I say Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes. Yeah. I don't hate it. It's, I mean, it's, it's close for sure. Yeah. All I'm, right. I'm not sold on the dude for sure, but I, I do think, I don't know. I really don't fuck with Jimmy G. If I'm being honest, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I think. I think uh, go ahead. I just, I, to me, they're just kind of like similar players. And so yeah. my thinking on a trade like that is I'll I'll bank the player and bank the pick. And then if my team is doing well, maybe I can flip that second rounder in a package for, for an upgrade midseason to make a late, you know, to make a push. 
Um, all right. Well, anybody else got anything to add for quarterbacks or we want to move on to running backs? I'm ready when you are. Let's move on. All right. Let's move on to running backs. Scrub, you went first last time. Let's just keep that order, I guess. Who is your dynasty running back sell? Okay. I'm going with Tony Pollard. The reason why is, honestly, I ain't got a whole lot of negative to say about the dude or how he plays or anything like that. It's really, it just seems too good to be true. You know, I, I know that this is post-draft, and, and they didn't really do anything in the draft that would make you go away from it, but I still think that they signed somebody like Lenny, and I think whenever that happens, his stock is just going to go down, and I think that it's only a matter of time before they do that. Yeah, I'm. I hope you're wrong, because <laughs> you know in the league we're in together. I I traded for. I think you're wrong. That's got to count for something. It yeah, makes me feel it. better. It makes me feel better for sure. So lay, lay it on, lay it on us, Steve. What's the uh, what's the counterpoint? Oh, I think last year. I think he balled out last year, sharing snaps with Zeke. I think we've been waiting years when this guy has came in. And we're like, who's this cat? You know, Tony Pollard's come in. He's like, well, he looks better than Zeke. Well, now is the time. Zeke is gone. Now is the time the cream rises to the top. And we finally get to see Tony Pollard unleashed. And I personally think that it will be something to see, is what I think. Do you think that he'll be a top four or five back? I think he'll be top five. Yeah, see, that's where I just I, I just don't know. The only I mean, guy, even, I mean, you think even if they sign, even if they re-sign Zeke or go get Leonard Fournette, you still think he's going to be that dude? Yes. Okay. Because I mean, I just don't see the downtick, like where the downtick would come from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I I get it, I, and like I can't say anything about about how he's played or anything like that. The dude's a baller, but I just don't – I don't know, dude. I think it's just too good to be true. I just – I think that it's just – it's a lot of hype. And I think – and I don't think that he's going to be, you know, like 25 or 30, you know, in the league or something like that. But I think it's going to be closer to, to 10 or 12, you know, um, than it is to, to top three or top four. That's just That's just where I'm coming from with it. I don't see any of them guys still in that many snaps as much as what Zeke did last year. And then I'm looking at his stuff right now. He averaged 55% of snaps last year. So I'm being just over half. And it's like, I don't see, even if they re-sign Zeke, he's not going to, um, I mean, he's not going to get the same thing that he got last year. So, I mean, they could sign Lenny. They've already drafted Deuce Vaughn, which I'm assuming is just going to be like a, um, plug guy but it's like i just don't see any world where he's not guaranteed top 10 pushing top five i think them not doing anything in the draft besides deuce vaughn shows me that they're planning on doing they're they're going to go get somebody else that you, now that could be that. right yeah you know, I, I think that that if does they would have went and got somebody in the second round or third round i think i'd have felt a little bit better about it but deuce vaughn didn't get taken until like what like the fifth or sixth Right? Yeah. It was late. It was late. I mean, it was late. So, and and I just, I don't know. There's no way they can run into the season. And if they do, I, like I said, I just think it just, 
seems too good to be true, you know, and if they do, then it is what it is. But I just, that's where I'm coming from with it. So maybe I've been living under a rock or something, but when did the Dallas Cowboys sign Ronald Jones? I didn't even know they did. I didn't either. I was, I went, I'm checking right now. I was going to see who all, because my thinking was there's no way they, they run into the season week one with Pollard and Deuce Vaughn, but Malik Davis is still there. He was on the roster last year and yeah, they signed Ronald Jones about what, I don't know, a month ago or so, I guess. Yeah, Which, two ago. I don't, I'm not worried about Ronald Jones. I, yeah, no, I'm not worried. I mean, now yeah. I feel like it's a worse take than I, you know, than I had already started off with because <laughs> of the fact that Ronald Jones is there. So I don't know. We'll see. But I mean, I don't think Ronald Jones, if, if Leonard Fournette is interested in coming to Dallas Cowboys, you know, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to tell Leonard Fournette, no, thank you. We got Ronald Jones. And that seems like it would be a fit, to be honest. Yeah, and this is kind of to Scrub's point. You know, a lot of people don't actually think Leonard Fournette is anything special as a runner, but this is where I think we need to separate kind of fantasy from actual NFL. Is we can't deny that Leonard Fournette has a lot of cachet. You know, the name Leonard Fournette has a lot of cachet around it, and even if Pollard is you know, twice as good as Leonard Fournette is. I mean, to me, it's pretty obvious if they if they signed Leonard Fournette, he's going to be on the field. I mean, maybe it, it, maybe it, at least yeah. at least for the Zeke role from last year, which, yeah. like I said, that uh, as a Pollard manager, I think if you if you told me they were going to sign Zeke or Fournette and give them the same role that Zeke had last year. I would feel fine. Would if y'all had Pollard? So Pollard's my running back one in this league with with all three of us. If they sign Zeke or Fournette, how do y'all feel about Pollard as your RB one? I would feel fine. I mean, I think it's a. I, I guess what I'm saying is it doesn't really matter how I feel because you're in the many ways. So it's like the expectations would go down a little bit, but I don't know that they would go down that much. Yeah, I mean, I... I, I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it last year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, he, he finished running back eight, did he not? Yep, running back eight overall. I just think if we've already seen another guy be there, you know? Yeah. And, so, and a guy with some name value around there, you know? Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting. It's it's an interesting situation to watch too, because we don't see this very often, mm-hmm. where you know we're always waiting for the guy behind, and then he just just straight up gets his opportunity one day. So I'm hopeful for it, because I don't you know I don't want to get tenth place in that league again. But all right, we any we uh, how do we feel about Paul? We got everything out. We want to move on to Steve. I got everything out. I'm yeah, let's go. All right, Steve, who you got? Your number one dynasty running back sell. I'm selling Jacobs just on pure production value that has to go down. I mean, I just don't think that his numbers can even match what they did last year. And let's not forget, he had a huge week. 
I'm trying to check. They're 48 points week 12 against Seattle. So it's like that's just uh, stuff up for him. I just don't think that he produces what he did last year. I I think if I could trade him for Dobbins, I'd do it. Oh, you 100% could. And you could probably get a nice little piece coming back. Josh Jacobs going off the board at the as the 10th running back in startups. Dobbins going at 20th. Dobbins, ETN, what do you, I mean, I don't know what, how y'all feel about Jacobs. I, I would rather have ETN straight up. ETN's going ninth overall, Jacobs going 10th, so they're right around the same, but ETN is a full year younger than Josh Jacobs. I think, I think we've seen the best of Jacobs. I don't think we've seen the best of ETN, to be honest. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, and. Full transparency. I was, I was high on Jacobs coming out, but I mean, I just don't see, I, I don't see an avenue where he, where he does what he did last year. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I came up with a different name, but for everyone listening, Josh Jacobs was originally my, my sell as well. So we had two of the three of us wanted to sell this guy. Scrub, what do you, what do you, what do you think? Yeah. Where are you at with Jacobs? No, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, uh, obviously, it's kind of a bad take since you didn't even give him the the ching. But dude, uh, I'm trying. The, yeah, it, you, but you didn't, you bro. Didn't. I and, didn't and even okay. notice. He didn't even give yeah, him the ching, and that's I'm, fine. The, the subtle shots, but, dude. The ching button is buffering. Okay, it's not okay. me. Okay, it, yeah, it scrubs bunk yeah. ass Wi-Fi, dude. Shame. Go ahead and dude. say, yeah, it's get it's OEC fiber, good. you but cretin. I got the fiber. Free promotion. We're fiving right now, bro. Well, but I, I don't know. I agree. I agree with you. I think that you got to get rid of Jacobs. You got to you got to sell him now because it's hey, not no. we got it. No, it's too late. Dude. Oh, oh, oh now Scrub pass. gets it. It wasn't even Scrub's yeah, moment, <laughs> moment pass. Dude. <laughs> dude, I can't. You know, I can't pick and choose when the internet connection. Size it wants to work over here, okay? Yeah, don't blame, okay, don't I'm blame just gonna ride. Y'all remember that I I sold Jacobs, all right? I don't need my little <laughs> ching to feel validated around these guys. I just want to let you know I, I was trying. I was over here behind the scenes. How fast were you clicking? I need to know how he many wasn't. clicks you had. He was I dude, I had to close I had to close real. out of the app. I had to close out of the app and open it back up. Okay. I appreciate the effort. I had to okay. I had to I had to watch an ad for it was something it was something gross and i don't want to talk about it so let's so. moving on who's your running back let's no hang on let me let me uh i'm gonna run down some names going around or after josh jacobs and y'all tell me if y'all rather have them straight up or if it's pretty close or what so we've got Najee harris javante williams ramadre stevenson deandre swift nick chubb Derrick Henry, any of those guys? Would you rather have straight up? Oh, straight up. I'd rather have all those guys straight up, except yeah, for I think all Stevenson of and yeah, that might be Stevenson's the only one that's kind of question questionable for me. I kind of like Stevenson this year. So, what about y'all like DeAndre Swift? Maybe splitting time with Rashad Penny over Josh yeah, Jacobs. I no, I don't. I, I don't think they split it. That one, that one's pretty close to me. 
I think if I if I I think if I'm trying to win this year, I think I would rather have Jacobs to be honest. Even though he he is he was my my number one candidate for a sell, and I'm I am stuck with Swift in a league with y'all. But I think Swift's I mean, the only guy that I wouldn't that you named that I wouldn't have over him. Yeah, and I mean it looks like he's the only guy in that group that's part of a committee as well. Yeah. All right, so I will wait. Go, go for it. I was just gonna say that's all I got on him. I just think that the, the production, I, I don't see it being matched of what it was last year. And you got to sell high to win in fantasy. So I mean, now's the time. You, it might be a mistake, but you yeah, have and, to sell high. You have to take the chance. And so for me, when I'm looking to sell one of these players, and I've, I've talked about it in years past, you know, this isn't me just trying to get out you know i'm not i'm not going to trade josh jacobs straight across for deandre swift right like because the value just doesn't match up there if i'm going to make that deal the deandre swift manager is going to have to even, even if i like swift better just i don't want to shortchange myself on a trade so like just looking that's just you know kind of the way i play is if I have Jacobs and the Swift owner wants to make me a trade straight across, he's going to have to throw something my way to sweeten the pot just because I know based on overall value that I have the more valuable dynasty piece. Whether whether or not I believe it's going to repeat. Um, so that's kind of what I like to keep in mind. What I like to remind listeners too is, you know, I'm not just trying to get out of these players. I still want to feel good about, you know, because there's a lot of people obviously that think Josh Jacobs is worth a top ten running back pick. So, and he have every was, right to think that. Yeah, he was number three last year. It's just, yeah. it's just you know, do we think he's going to repeat that? I think me and you are kind of the same. Like we've seen, we've seen peak Josh Jacobs, and so do we want to be left holding the bag, or do we want to, you know, cash out and move on to the next one? I'm excited and, to hear your second guy. You nixed Jacobs because I had Jacobs, so I'm excited to hear who you got. Yeah. The next guy I've got, he's going running back seven off the board. He was the number one running back, I think, the last two seasons seasons in a row. It's Los Angeles Chargers, Austin Eckler. I feel kind of oh, weird. It worked perfectly that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, buffer and must have stopped. Yeah, well, you know, I I uh, kind of rebooted the the internet. I added a few more fibers, and we seemed good to go here. I would. Why would I not give you the cha-ching on Josh Jacobs when he was my original pick too? I obviously you're right. You're right. I obviously think it was a good selection. I'm blaming the internet too. But for me, on Austin Eckler, he's 27 years old. He's still going off as RB seven off the board. I think if I'm winning this year, all the guys going after him, I would I would rather have Eckler, like Jameer Gibbs, ETN, Josh Jacobs, Najee Harris, Javante Williams. I don't think I would want to trade down from Eckler. At this point, I would look to trade up to, you know, I would I would want to add something to get Saquon Barkley or Brees Hall. That's what I would be looking to do. What's a if finish I'm, that you can see Eckler having? 
I mean, if he, I mean, if he hits, you know, he was, he was the RB one last year, the RB two the year before. I mean, the last three seasons that he's played 16 games, he was RB four, RB two, RB one. So, you know, we're talking about a full PPR league. He plays all the games. I think he's locked and loaded, you know, top five or six running back. So that's why for me, if I'm if I'm win now and I have Austin Eckler, my my move is to trade up to, you know, one of the big Saquon. Guys. Yeah, one 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 of the big guys that, you know, is a little bit younger, someone that next year can maybe still have the same trade value that Austin Eckler has now. Or, I mean, if I can move up from Eckler to Brees Hall, you know, Brees Hall is only 21 years old. He's six years younger than Austin Eckler. I don't so, know that that's not possible. I mean, I've never owned Eckler. I don't know. But that seems very possible. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, I mean we, for sure. we've, got a, we've got a Brees Hall manager on with us. You know, Scrub, you've got Brees Hall. You know, the Austin Eckler manager comes to you and floats you know austin eckler what kind of what kind of piece are you looking for for for, for you to move from Brees hall to austin eckler we thinking a draft pick we thinking maybe a wide receiver two or something you know what, what would it take you know let's say i have austin eckler i want Brees hall you yeah. know what what you know what kind of piece do you think it would take to, oh, to make I mean, it for you? i think it just kind of depends i mean Value. I mean, like I could still. I I like Eckler. You know, I still think that he's got a couple more good seasons left in him. I mean, um, of course, I like Brees Hall. That's the reason why I got him. But um, I don't think that it would take that much, honestly. I mean, it just okay. kind of depends where I'm at, honestly. You know, like my my team right now, I still feel like I'm not quite ready to win right now. Um, but in a lot of leagues, if you have Brees Hall and you're trying to win right now, I think Eckler gives you just as good of a chance or maybe even a better chance to win right now. I don't I don't disagree with that. Yeah, no, I, I don't either. Yeah, I mean I, I you know this isn't me this is me. I mean I kind of think we're to the point kind of like the Jacobs thing. I, I think we're at peak value for for Eckler. And honestly, you know, my move is usually to trade down so let's say let's get in the mind in the mind of a rebuilding team, right? Like we don't have very many pieces. Austin Eckler is our by far and away our best piece, and we got a bunch of unproven guys. We want to move, you know, we want to break Eckler down into some future picks to start that rebuild. I mean, you would you be interested in maybe moving down to Javante, Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Pierce, J.K. Dobbins? Rashad White, you know, one of the and, younger guys. And a, a younger guy in a pick, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I just. Well, then, yeah, I think, honestly, if if, if I have Brees Hall and I am trying to, or, I mean, I'm just putting Brees Hall back in there and trying to win right now, I would definitely take Eckler, you know, like up there in that in that next tier even. So. I just think if you're middle of the road and or you know somebody's looking to sell Eckler like that I don't 
I, I think if you got Stevenson in a pick or Javante in a pick, Dobbins in a pick, I mean, I think the value is with you at that point. You trade him to a win now, and I think if you're going to sell him, it almost has to be a win now. He's yeah, on a contract sure. year, which is kind of interesting. Um, if you remember in the offseason, he asked to seek a trade, and then it was a couple months ago. It might have just been like a month ago. He was like, no, I'm going to stay. You know, I'll uh, I'll go ahead and ride it out here. So, yeah, Which and I think, you know, we definitely – if you're an if you're an Eckler manager, I think I definitely think you wanted to see him stay in at the Chargers. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's no telling. Well, all righty, we got uh, anything else we want to add? Are we ready to move on to wide receiver? Let's go wide receivers. Let's go wide receivers. Scrub. You all went right, first last two times. Let's get you. If Who's your number get, one? If I don't get a fucking ching, I'm I'm done. This is it. Well, um, well, the sound the sound says "cutching." Is that fine? It's close enough. All right, close enough. So, uh, I'm going with Christian Watson. Oh no, it's buffering. God dang it, dude. Okay, we'll keep going though. Um, my thing with Watson is I just don't trust Jordan Love. Just as simple as that. Um, I think Watson was really kind of he had some huge weeks. Don't get me wrong, but. Um, he's just not a guy I feel like I can trust. And I think that right now he's sitting around 18, wide receiver 18. And I think that you could definitely uh, get some good value out of him right now. So, yeah, and I'm, a lot, of, a lot of touchdowns, which, yeah, that's that, that always kind of scares me, especially in a full PPR league where a, a wide receiver who catches a bunch of passes is so valuable. Steve, what do you think? I mean, I don't, I don't really know what to think about Watson. I, I mean, he's now taken over this spot. He's got a new quarterback, and like you said, the touchdowns worry me. But I'm not sure that I trust Jordan Love to make him. A, I mean, what are we expecting from Watson? So one, one thing I will say, just. Counterpoint, because it's definitely, you know, obviously we've got an unproven quarterback. And, uh, you know, Christian Watson was really streaky last year. I do think there's a good, just to play devil's advocate here, I do think there's kind of a good ability matchup between Christian Watson having, you know, speed to get downfield and, you know, Jordan Love, you know, Jordan Love was one of those guys that, you know, made, you know, made some crazy arm strength throw at his pro day or something, and that's basically what got him drafted in the first round. So he's got a cannon on him. Doesn't we don't know if it's accurate yet, but there is kind of a good meld of skills there, where you've got a guy who can stretch the field, you've got a guy with a strong arm, and zero target competition. To me, he just doesn't feel. He feels like a guy that needs the touchdown and that's what last year showed in games that he scored a touchdown he was over 20 points he never scored over 20 points that, that he didn't have a touchdown so it's like you see digs or you see the main guys they'll go out and get eight for 120 you know what i'm saying and yeah, they're right yeah, like I, I just don't know if he's ever going to do that the most receptions he had last year was like six 
or something, you know, like that's just, that's not a guy that I can trust, you know, and then around where he's at, I feel like you can get, and I don't know the exact people he's around, but I just feel like Give you us can the, get. You got it pulled up. Yeah. Yeah. Give us some people around. I, I got it pulled up. So let's, I'll just name off. We got Debo, Quentin Johnston, Michael Pittman, Jordan Addison, Jamison Williams, George Pickens, Jerry Judy. I think I'd have all those guys. Yep, and every single one of them is going after, you know, ADP wise. Yeah, a couple I think guys. I'd have all those guys. Pitton is going after Watson is a travesty in my in my opinion. I don't care about the quarterback, but uh, I just. But why is it that much different though? You know, like with with Indy, you know, it's the same situation. You know, we don't know what's going to happen at quarterback. I just but, think Pittman is more talented. Than well, Watson, but. Yeah. Yeah, and and we've seen Pittman be productive with I mean without without a good quarterback. Yeah. You know, they had you know Matt Ryan, Sam Ellinger show last year. I mean Jesus, if, if Jordan Love is Matt Ryan and Sam Ellinger, I'm gonna have a lot of bigger problems <laughs> than <laughs> <laughs> the Packers are not gonna be having fun. They made a terrible decision. I don't even want to think about that. I didn't think about that until just now. I can feel your blood boiling right now. It would be dude. I I got I got a little anxious. I did that that cartoon thing where you pull your collar. You almost almost pressed the ka-ching button again. Dude, if I can't get it to work, now the whole app won't even load. Jesus, I just I I don't see him. I see him being a guy that needs a touchdown. Uh, Debo going that close to him is uh, is how far have we fallen with Debo? But I just I yeah, think I mean I personally think he's a guy that needs a touchdown to produce you know decent weeks. Yeah. the last did- four games of the season eight, ten, two, sixteen. So it's like okay, yeah, and that's that's full PPR, man. You can't have yeah. You know, you're trying to make a playoff push or win a championship. You can't have in a full PPR league. You can't have one of your wide receivers score two points. And and as far as I'm concerned, he is the guy, right? I mean, he's wide receiver one. He is the guy that they are trying to run the passing game through, right? As of now, yeah. yeah. I mean, they did draft Jaden like. Reed in the second round. So, but that's kind of a situation like we were talking about the other night where I mean, that th- that might make Jaden Reed a buy. You know, the way we're talking about this is, there's nothing. Would anybody be surprised if Jaden Reed's the best wide receiver on the Packers next year? You could pick a name out of a hat, as far as I'm concerned. You know what I'm saying? That's what I. That's what their wide receiving core feels like to me. Yeah, I mean, Romeo Doves the next best op- me- next best option, and I mean he Ooh, Romeo. Kind of showed some flashes last year, but I mean, it wasn't anything I was excited about as a Packers fan, really. I think it's a good sell in in this offseason. I think it was a good sell after he had, uh, I think it was like four weeks in a row. He had the three touchdown game, then he backs up with the two touchdown game. It was a good sell then, too. So, yeah, I, uh, I think it's a good, it's a good selection. I mean, wide receiver 18 by ADP, that's, I mean, you're drafting him wide receiver 18. That's a player that you're slotting into your – you're drafting to 
slot into your starting lineup every week. And it's risky. It's risky business. Mm-hmm. We got anything else we want to add on Christian Watson or we want to move on to Steve? Let's move on. Or do we want to take a pause and see if I can restart the soundboard? No, no, no. I'm, all, I'm no. over it. I'm over it. It's, at this point. Yeah. I'm going to throw my player out there, it. and I don't care if I get a ka-ching. You <laughs> well, you're not gonna, we're not going to get one because I can't get the thing to load. Okay. So, well, all right, my player, I got Chris Godwin. Um, don't like that for me. I, I think I, have I picked two of your players? Have you? One? Scrub picked one of mine. Okay, maybe that's what I was thinking. I got, I mean, lost the goat. That's one thing. A major downgrade at quarterback. Um, I don't see them for throwing like they did last year. I just don't see any avenue that they did that they're going to do that. Last year he had uh, eight times where he had ten targets or more. There, I don't think there's any way that happens. Um, only two games over 100 yards and three TDs total last year because Mike Evans is basically a tight end. So it's like, I think people are still high on Goblin. So I think you can get something for him, but I think now is the time. Yeah, actually, dude, you might be talking me into this because I mean, going after Chris Godwin on, you know, by ADP right now, DJ Moore, Terry McLaurin, Brandon IU, Calvin Ridley, DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Mike Evans. What if you could trade him? What if you could turn Godwin straight up into London? What do you think? I'll tell you what I think about London here in just a second. Do you? Oh, oh okay. No. Don't love that. <laughs> so what that. about Judy? If you could trade him straight up for Judy, I'm just, I'm just get, I'm gaining age is what I'm trying to do, and trying to get into a better situation. Yeah, I mean, gaining three years with Judy. That's pretty close. And Could I mean, you do Godwin for Garrett Wilson. Well, I mean, Garrett Wilson, you, no I'd have way. to. I'd have to throw in Garrett Wilson is cube or wide receiver eight off the board. That's what I'm saying. So if if you had a piece, would it be worth that? If I'm trying to win now, I I think I roll with Godwin. But if I'm looking to like reboot and rebuild, I mean Garrett Wilson, I think is about as solid a uh, solid a piece as you can you know build a team around you know, yeah 22 22 year old wide receiver so it would i think it would I take a lot to to move up i don't up. see there's any way that they throw the ball as much as they did last year with baker or yeah hell, I think, it might not even be baker it might be trask you know yeah i just feel like godwin's the kind of guy that is only going to be great if he's got a good quarterback who's slinging it you know, and and without Brady and then even back before that, I mean, it's just not – I just don't see it. Mr. Yeah, I'm out. A lot, a lot of this – this isn't me, you know, hyping up my, my guy because I've got Godwin in our league. But, you know, that season where Michael Thomas was breaking all those records, Chris Godwin was actually the wide receiver one until he got hurt in that season. 
with Jameis Winston, though, which I, I mean, Baker Mayfield, Kyle Trask are not going to go out there and play the way that Jameis Winston was playing. They're not even going to so, play the way that Brady was playing, and Brady wasn't playing yeah. great. You know. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate. It. And to be honest, I mean, if I, I think if I could move down, y'all are kind of talking me into shopping. If I can move down from Godwin to Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen, I mean, even Mike Evans. Mike Evans, ADP, he's the 41st wide receiver off the board. You got the touchdowns, uh, too. Chris Godwin's the 27th. The two stats, the two games over 100 yards and three TDs total last year, that is very alarming to me. And then it matched with Chris Godwin still has some value to his name. Yeah, I just feel like it's the perfect concoction of, of selling him. Here's kind of what I think the move would be for me is moving up from wide receiver 27, Chris Godwin, to wide receiver 24, George Pickens. Yeah. I don't hate Game, that. age, and opportunity. Yeah, you know? I don't hate that. And I, I mean, I think Pickens. I don't think it'd take a whole lot either. I don't know I if think, they would take anything. Yeah. I think Pickens is arguably, in my in my eyes, Pickens is the third best wide receiver from last out of last year's rookie class, behind Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. Yeah, I mean, I have a hard time not agreeing with that. So it's like, and I, I think that could get done straight up if it's a win now team with Chris Godwin's name. I, I think that could that something that could get done straight up well i'm gonna do something i've never done on the show i'm gonna throw i'm gonna i'm gonna offer a trade live on the air and it's our friend damien that has them so he's gonna probably see a trade from me and just decline it immediately out of principle but the offer the offer is officially sent i'll keep everybody updated i'm sure everyone's Straight up? On straight up. Okay. I like it. Cool. I think we'll, see, we'll see how that goes. I don't think that Damien yeah. does it just because I don't think that uh his team is in the situation to like win now, but we'll see. Yeah, he does he does need some running backs. Well I'm I'm if I'm honest, I do I will say that uh that conversation made me a little sad. So, we got anything else we want to add on Chris Godwin, or we want to move on to my wide receiver cell? I'm good on it. I've drug him enough. Let's move on. All right. To close out the dynasty cell portion, my wide receiver is wide receiver 17, Drake London for the Atlanta Falcons. And for me, it's a situation where – you know, I mean, and I know you can't always make trades just based on ADP, but it just to kind of, you know, get a gauge, it doesn't look like you'd have to add much to move up to wide receiver 14 DK Metcalf. You know, or if you're looking to trade down, you've got Debo at 19, Michael Pittman, George Pickens at wide receiver 24. I would... I would rather have Pickens straight up over Drake London. Yeah. I mean, am I, am I crazy for that? Or 
No, I'm no, 100% dude, I, I didn't that. realize I didn't realize that his ADP is that high. Yeah, Honestly. he ran the ball a lot uh, last year. And I don't even know if Ritter's good. London's yeah, going – just named off, I would, I would take right now over, over London. London's going a, basically Straight around – basically a round and a half ahead of George Pickens. And I don't know what, I don't know what Drake London did to prove that he's better than George Pickens. I don't know. I mean, Drake London was the number 31 wide receiver last year. George Pickens was number 39. So he was a little bit better, but I mean, one thing I, I, I feel pretty confident in saying that Drake London is not the best pass catcher on his team. I think George Pickens is the most talented pass catcher on his team. I think, I think Kyle Pitts is the best catcher of the football for the Atlanta Falcons. Man, Drake London going that high. He's got two games over 15 points last year. Yeah, I mean, I had him, I had him on my roster to to begin the year, and I mean, I was having to start him because the way the kind the you know the draft fell, but wasn't winning very many games. Tell you that. Mm-hmm. Seen that. And I <laughs> and I mean I do I, I do think he's a good player. If he comes out and he's you know a top 20, 24 wide receiver, I'm not gonna be shocked. But to me it's a situation like I don't think there should be I mean by the ADP, there's a pretty there's a tear break between London and Pickens, and to me that doesn't make sense. Or London and Terry McLaurin, London and Brandon Ayuk, Calvin Ridley. Like who would you, I'd rather have Calvin Ridley straight up than Drake London. What about y'all? I think that's close. I'd close. rather have Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, it gets it gets a little dicey after that. It, after after you know the Calvin Ridley tier, it's all about kind of age and kind of what you want for your team. So, I mean, you know, DeAndre Hopkins is going later, but he's also, you know, eight years older. So I do want Drake London to be good because if y'all remember when he got drafted, uh, he had that real emotional moment with his sister on draft day and that uh, he had an interview with his sister. So I I do mess with him as a person, but I just don't see – I'm with you on the cell. I just don't see an avenue. I I want him to be good but i just think it's too high it's just as simple as that like it's just yeah he's it's yeah. not that he's a bad player it's too high for no reason too exactly it just seems like that's a little overhyped to me yeah i mean Devonte smith is going one pick ahead of him and Devonte smith was wide receiver nine last year with yeah, competition that's, that's wild yeah i mean Devonte smith's only 24 you know it's not like it's not yeah. like he's some on the, I mean, he's still entering his prime. So, the Heisman winner you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's to me, there wasn't a whole lot of obvious sells at wide receiver to me. I, you know, I had to pick somebody. Drake London is just kind of. I picked Drake London based on the fact that he's going ahead of, you know, Quentin Johnston, Debo Samuel, Michael Pittman. Jamison Williams, George Pickens, and I just I don't know. To me, it didn't make it didn't make a whole lot of sense to you. Know, you're kind of you're taking a leap of faith there when I feel like you don't really have to. Mm-hmm. 
if you're banking on you're trying to get something to work out that you don't have to you know the the, the stats point somewhere else you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. so especially so to me like michael pittman's a good kind of arbitrage play so drake london is going at 39 so 45th or 45th overall um let's see where's michael pittman at michael pittman's going 58th so basically a round a full round later so would you rather take when you're you know say you're on the clock at you know looking at drake london would you rather take Najee harris at running back and Michael Pittman at wide receiver? 100%. Or Drake London at wide receiver, and then Damian Pierce at running back. So London and Pierce or Pittman and Najee? Pittman and Najee. That's not even close. Yeah, it's not even yeah. close to me. Yeah, it's not even close to me either. Give me Pittman and Najee. I just and like you're, you're taking a risk that you don't need to take. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of... I mean, I mean, to me, it's, you know, it's it's the deal. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if London comes out and it's great. You know, he, by all accounts, you know, by consensus, was the, the best wide receiver coming out of the draft last year. He showed some flashes. But, you know, I mean, Michael Pittman has two top 20 wide receivers on his resume already. In, And to me, what what could be, considered a really similar situation they both got running backs that they're going to feed the ball to they both got unproven quarterbacks they're similar body they're similar type players you know like to me i just it seems arbitrary to pick drake london over michael pittman and that's kind of why i landed on drake london as myself because i mean it just you know when, when you take Najee and pittman you know what you're going to you're going to get production you take, you know, London and Pierce, you're you're taking, yeah, like a leap of faith for no reason to me. I mean, with, with Pittman, they just took a guy, whether he's good or not, they took a guy fourth overall, and then you got a guy that was taken 74th overall throwing to London. So it's like, yeah, and just by history, you would think that the other guy would be better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And is, is Richardson going to be worse than Matt Ryan and Sam Ellinger? There's, there's, it can't be uh, right. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I want to <laughs> say no, but I don't think so. Better not be because I drafted that new. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't think they can be. To me, it just, it just, it makes so much more sense to pass on London there, and take some of these other guys that. I mean, you know, I mean, some of them, some of them are still young. I mean, Brandon Ayuk is still pretty young. George Pickens still pretty young. Jamison Williams, you know, equally unproven. Quentin Johnson equally unproven. Like, I'd rather have all these guys. Yeah. Over Drake London. So. All right, we got anything else we want to add, or we want to sign off? I'm ready. I think we're good. Sign. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you had fun listening. We had fun talking. That's going to do it for season four, episode one of the Dynasty Underground. We will see you all next week.
Thank you.